Hey there, leader. Today, today is June 27th, and today is the second installment of Leadership Lost and Found. And today we're going to be talking about trust, how to earn it, how to keep it, and how to use it. Following our young tradition that we have here in our second official podcast, we're going to do today's This Day in History. June 27th, 1905, the Russian battleship Potemkin experienced a mutiny. And this is important because it comes down to what our topic today is trust. It started, now granted there was a lot of revolutionary sentiment floating around in the Navy, the Russian Navy at that time. However, where it started is that they were being forced, the crew was being forced to eat maggot-infested borscht. Oh, delicious. (laughs) So the crew complained. The captain had the chief medical officer look at it, said it was good, and he forced them to eat it anyways. Protest, the crew didn't touch the borscht. He lined them all up on the deck, and he said in very Russian, very Russian form, anybody who wants to eat the borscht, step forward. And as he did that, he called out the Marines. Mm. The underlying threat there is that the Marines were going to shoot anybody who didn't eat the borscht. Um, well, that kicked it off. And as you know, history tells us, the, the leaders of that mutiny took over the ship, and the captain, whose name I think was Golikov, was found dead in his stateroom. Mm. Um, and it eventually kicked off a number of things, in the, and the Russian Revolution obviously is a big part of that. But that trust, that shared experience, that bond with the people you lead was completely lost. And I think it's a real good lesson for us to understand. Well, at least it wasn't filled with weevils. <laughs> then they would have to... Choose the lesser of two weevils. That's right. That's right. <laughs> We're amazingly pleased with yourself on that joke. Yes. yes all I right. Am. So I think what we need to start now is let's, like we do always, let's define trust. So, Randy, what is trust? Well, trust is having confidence, faith, or hope in someone or something. That being said, James, who or what do you trust? Well, that's a good question, you know, and I would quickly say family members, my son, my, my brother, my parents, mm. you know, the whole bit. Those are, I think, examples of intimate trust, right? Where you're, you're intimate with those people, you understand them, you have, um, a, you have a history, with you have a history, a relationship, there's consistency and things like that with them. You know, but who do I trust? Do I, you know, do I trust the plumber that just walked into my house? Or do I trust the, the cable guy? I, I guess we do to some extent. There's a little piece of entrust in, in everything you do every day that's right and those interactions or those transactions are all backed by uh, some level of trust and to talk about trust in history uh, through human history trust has been a key asset for any transaction or or relationship Uh, before legitimate currency if you wanted to get a loan or make a deal you had to rely on your own credibility and relationships with with your local banker right? right within the community Uh, Today, well, today we trust people far less, which is why we have so much litigation. Um, But trust is still as valuable in our relationships and interactions and is still used in those uh, exchanges. Uh, You trust the plumber enough to let them in the house. You trust the cable guy enough. Well, let's talk about that because you earn that trust over time. Mm -hmm. So the plumber comes over the first time and as a kid you saw the plumber come and fix, you know, the thing that dad broke. Mm -hmm. And he comes and fixes it or you broke and you get used to this, you, you trust that every time you call the plumber, he shows up and he does good work, or the cable guy, or the milkman, or whatever it is. That trust is earned, mm-hmm. right, by consistency. Now, if we pivot that towards leadership, I think that consistency 
and earning trust is the most important piece. You have to be day in, day out, consistent in your actions and your dealings with your team mm -hmm. and the people around you to get earn that trust. And part of that trust is earned by, by being open. Um, you know, you can be uh, transparent without uh, violating, you know, trust. But, you know... Doing random trust falls in the elevator? Trust falls. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, failures, weaknesses, fears, those are things that as you talk about those things, uh, and some people think it's too touchy-feely, you shouldn't talk about it, and I, I disagree with them. I think you have to show weakness. If people think you're yeah. not human, they can't build a connection to you. Yeah. And then they won't. Their productivity, their, their engagement with whatever the goal you're trying to get isn't going to be as good as it could be. And if people sense that you're afraid of admitting truths such as that, um, they're not going to trust you, you know. You know, I was reading, um, you, you kicked me off last uh, last podcast when you quoted the Army Leadership Manual. Yes. I believe FM it is FM 6-22. No, FM 22-100. Well, I've got, I looked that at FM maybe the new one. 6-22 yeah. from 2015. Anyways, we'll mm -hmm. argue numbers later. Well, my mine was 25 years ago, so it might have changed. They had books back then? They did. They did. <laughs> yes. But one of the things that they said was um, present the truth, especially when it's hard. Mm. Especially when it's hard. And, uh, you know, they're not big on admitting weakness in the military, obviously, but you got to present the truth. Because I think, and we've said this before in our last podcast, that people are much more intuitive than you think. And they'll know when you're not being honest. Mm -hmm. And that will erode that trust. Well, that's why... You look at the army, two two hundred and forty five plus years of of, uh, of leadership and what they're doing, they kind of know. You know, you you have to. It's not blindly following orders. They they share the good and the bad. They share the enemy situation so that you know what you're up against and and whatever it is, we're still going to do the mission. But you have to be truthful and forthright with all that information. Well, it was interesting. They said um, that the commander, the leader, uh, an infantry leader, has to have mutual respect, shared understanding and common experience mm -hmm. to create trust. You have mm -hmm. to have those three things mixed in. <laughs> and I guess with the Army, right, you'll have that common experience. Yeah. But that mutual respect and shared understanding, you have to work hard to maintain those things, earning that trust. Oh, yeah. Well, and you spend time with people, too, and that, that shared misery, if you will. You know, you, you'd be walking late at night. I could tell when somebody coughed, when somebody sneezed. I could tell who it was, you know, because <laughs> we had spent so much freaking time with each other. That, that you taco day. night again, Jesus. Yeah, that's right. yeah, and other bodily sounds, too. Yeah, we knew exactly who it was. Yeah. So, Randy, I'm going to ask you this. How does, how does a leader earn trust? How does a leader um, make himself trustworthy? Well, being worthy of trust, you know, as you look at earning it, I guess it goes without saying. One, tell the truth. Um, that's that's the biggie, simplest one. But admit when you don't know something. You know, uh, no, knowing that uh, you don't fake it to make it. You know, when you say, I really don't know the answer to that, let me get back to you. That, that also um, builds trust with people. And admitting when you're wrong. You know, like with my kids, uh, one of the greatest things we do as a dad is when I make a mistake, going and say, hey, you know what? Dad didn't do that right, and I, I apologize. I guess in, in business speak, we call that transparency. Yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, it's funny. But you, you try to think in business how you earn trust. You, th you think it's different. It's not different. <laughs> it's, it's the same. You know, it's the same. Um, and, you know, and, and lastly, uh, two things. One, explain your thought process. 
I think when you invite people into how you made the sausage and what how you determined to come to this course of action, it builds trust. But then lastly, I think you have to bestow trust. You have to extend ex- trust. Yes, to others. You have to step out. And I'll tell you, in my career, I've done this numerous times where I've been the one who stepped into somebody else's office and said, I need you, you know, I need help. Mm-hmm. I go in, I'm vulnerable. I trust them to help me yeah. um, and start building a relationship that probably wasn't ever going to be built if, if somebody didn't step out first. And the thing with trust, you have to begin to give it. And, and we give it in small doses, right? You're never going to trust anybody with 100 bucks, but you'll trust them with a dollar, right? Yeah. So, so you go back and, and, and you begin building that trust with smaller things, and then you can trust them with bigger right. things. Well, that's that consistent we, consistency we talked about. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about consistency f- for a minute. How do, you, how do you keep trust once you've got it, Jim? That's a, that's, that's a key component. Um, I think one of the huge things in it is your character. Mm. You have to be a person of character. And that, and that means having integrity in all the things that you do. And it sounds hard, but it isn't. If you're just stay true to you know, doing the right thing and, and, and staying focused on the goal, you can have that integrity, right? Being honest, being transparent. I know we're saying a lot of words, but integrity is actually not a difficult thing to do. I take that back. It's not a complex thing to do, but it can be difficult at times. And it takes commitment. Well, if it comes back to your character, character is who you are when nobody else is watching. <laughs> your you character know? is what you are in the dark. That's right. That's um, right. <laughs> what's the movie? Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, Buckaroo Banzai ah, and the Hong Kong Cavaliers. Yeah, right. yeah, that yeah. was Dr. Emilio Lazardo. <laughs> but, you know, the motive, your intent, those are things that people can see. So to keep that trust, being a, you know high integrity, people understanding what your motive is. Why am I asking you this? It isn't so I can, you know, get a promotion or I can get a bonus. It's so the company can do well. And if they understand your motive, that trust will be will be maintained. It might even grow a little bit. So to keep trust, you have to be consistent in how you yeah. act and how you um, live out your life as a leader. I agree. I agree. I think the other way, I agree, and the other way you have to get through that is delivery. Mm. Right, so being consistent, I guess implied in there is that consistent delivery. But when mm-hmm. somebody lends you ten bucks, you get them that ten bucks right back. When somebody says, "Can you tackle this project?" You tackle that project, and you bring them the results, and you be good, you know, delivery oriented about it. And I think that is something that builds a lot of currency. We've talked about trust as currency. Mm-hmm. Starts pouring currency into the bank. Well, and how do you build trust? One project at a time. Well, How do you lose it? One project at a time. You, you fail to deliver and fail to deliver and fail to deliver. Nobody's going to trust you. Yeah, the other side of keeping trust is losing it. Mm. I mean, if you, it is difficult. If you try to hide a screw-up, you know, if you, you're the one that screwed up and you try and you know, play it on somebody else's fault or try and cover it up or try and downplay it, people are going to see it. Yeah, Warren and, Buffett said it takes 20 years to build trust and five minutes to lose it. Yeah, amen. Yeah. And sometimes trust uh, is lost or taken advantage of at no fault of your own. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, you, you have to give trust. you got to trust somebody with that dollar before you can get to the $100. And sometimes people are not going to treat it rightly. Uh, they'll take advantage of you or they'll violate your trust. Uh, we call that life lessons <laughs> or, or experience because experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. <laughs> 
I think it's also a very good lesson in, in honing your ability to decide whom to trust and how far. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes, you know, we talked about extending trust. I think sometimes you have to extend trust further than you're comfortable with. Oh, you have to. And yeah. you have to experience yeah. that loss because it's the only way to tune your trust radar. As you build trust, right, it's taking a risk with someone. And that is how you build trust. And somebody has to take the first step. And my advice is be comfortable taking the first step. I've been taken advantage of a lot in my lifetime. But I'll tell you this, I also have some people that are very close to me that I trust completely as you know, well. You know, we've talked about that. So we started and I said intimate trust, right? Like a family member, somebody I know real well. Mm -hmm. and, and I think most people on here have somebody at work that they trust. So that would call either approaching or at the intimate level, sure. air quotes. Well, you all, it is intimate. Yeah, if you trust somebody, you trust them. It, it is an intimacy at work is really what it is. Yeah. yeah, and you've got that person there. And I've seen it time and again, especially in a in a leadership situation where a new leader comes in and they've got some sort of dysfunction to deal with, they will bring in somebody <laughs> they trust. Yes, they will. If it's a horrible <laughs> feeling if you're in that organization. You say, they're just bringing in his own people, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's a sign that, that that new leader doesn't necessarily trust the people that are there or doesn't have the time to build trust in the people that are there because the situation's dire. Uh, we've we've been the advantage. Take, we have been on the receiving end of somebody hiring us you know, yeah, to come in to take care of situations. I, I was on the other end of that where a new leader came in and started surveying the ground going, who can I trust? And mm. start talking about bringing in, you know, trusted associates. I extended the trust. I went out on the limb and said, what do you need? I got your back. Let's go. It, it, it could have backfired. Guy could have sunk my career there. Sure. He didn't. It turned out to be trust well spent. But you took the risk. I had to take the risk. If yeah. I had sat back, if I hadn't extended that trust, I would have, might have been at the receiving end of him bringing in a trusted associate and seeing my way out the door. Well, you, if you're going to build trust, you got to take the risk. You got to take the first step. It's it, there's no other easy way to do it. It's the hard way, but it's worth it. I want to bring it back to being trustworthy or worthy of trust. Mm -hmm. How do I? How do I let the the world know that you know my deposit account for trust is open for business? Well, you gotta you gotta know yourself because if it comes back to character, you know you you gotta again look at your integrity, look at who you are, and you have to have a, an intimate understanding of that. You gotta trust yourself, and, and as as philosophical as that sounds, some people don't don't trust themselves or have enough confidence in themselves to say this is who I am. And I'm, I'm going, Batman. <laughs> I'm going to carry myself this way, uh, and and be be confident in that, and then start extending trust from your person. I, I think one of the things that I I have found with with trust is is listening, and I'm active I, listening. Active listening, and I mm. am the world's original squirrel hunter. Right? Squirrel. <laughs> Love Doug from Up. If you aren't willing to listen first you are gonna to struggle to build that trust. People want to be, need to be heard. Mm. And they have to trust that they're being heard. Mm -hmm. You know, there are times where I've walked into, um, I will say, a, a boss's office and have said, you need to trust me on this, it's gonna go like this. And I have built that trust, right? Mm. But they listen. And yeah. I say, here's why you need to trust me, X, Y, and Z, and they nod their head. And even though their, their compunction is to get involved, 
I say, this is what I do for a living. You got to let me do this. Yeah. And they say, okay, go do it. And we get a good outcome, or maybe I screw up horribly and end up in, you know, living on a bridge somewhere or a van down by the river. <laughs> well, the, the, the trust aspect of that, when you're approaching leaders, especially senior leaders, but, but leaders of you any mean like level. old people? Well, uh, more mature, very mature people, such as yourself, <laughs> the very, very mature people, you know. But no, the, any, any leader, the candor, being honest, forthright, you know, there's, it's one of these things too, like with my kids, if, if there's a mistake made and I've got to go find out how it happened and hunt it down, it's far worse for my children. They know that than if somebody (laughs) owns it and they go, Hey dad, it was me. I did this. And you know what? It, it changes the dynamic because I now know I don't have to work on their character. I, I just have to work on the consequences. When I was a kid, you know, when I was little, we used to get in trouble. My dad would roar at us and things like that. And one day I got really mad at my brother and I threw a candle at his head. <laughs> Luckily for him, I missed, but I broke the kitchen window, went right through, oh. both panes. Well, I got on the phone, called dad at the office, which is something he never did. But I remember, and I called and said, dad, I was mad at Mike and I threw the ki- candle and I broke the kitchen window. He said, okay, we'll take care of it when I get home. And that was it. And yeah. I, the fact that I was accountable and I, you know, I, I communicated early and, and had the trust. My dad knew that, you know, it, yeah. I'm struggling for the words. Con- words the, are hard. The consequences were Thank far, you. far less than they would have been had you just left it for the uh, for the ether to find out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Randy, we're, we're running a bit short on time, so um, let's round it up. What did we learn about trust? What did we learn today? Well, we learned that we need to have confidence, faith, and hope in someone or something. And first and foremost, hope you have it in yourself. Second, hope you've got it in someone, especially somebody at work. And I think we've learned that it takes hard work on yourself to remain consistent in, the, in your character, in your integrity, in your delivery, to make sure that you, you know, earn, keep, and then leverage that trust. Well, Jim, I trust you, buddy. <laughs> Well, so June 27th, I'm Randy Fields. I'm Jim Desmond. And this has been Leadership Lost and Found. Keep leading.